0: Since its launch in November 2015, Fresh as the Word has been a documentation of sorts for me, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, as I journey through my love of music and pop culture, as well as using this platform to share my growth on topics important to me, which includes topics involving women's rights, people of color, and the LGBT community through the artistic lens of pop culture. As an ever-evolving podcast, I'm going back to my roots focusing more on the music artists I'm passionate about from the past and present. From the classic hip-hop artists I grew up on, to the new faces of dance. And from the metal bands I've long appreciated, to the indie alternative artists stealing my heart. Fresh of the Word aims to tell the stories of those who need their contributions to music known, while also exposing my audience to the next artists to watch out for. Sometimes before they blow up.
1: Fresh is the Word.
0: Welcome to the Fresh of the Word Podcast, I'm your host Kelly K. Fresh Fraser, and like always we have the freshest of guests for you. The guest for this episode is Detroit-based composer, pianist, and vocalist Vanessa Cuccia to talk about her debut album, This Is a Spell. I came across Vanessa's music earlier this year when a mutual friend shared her single Ode to Body on Instagram. I really liked the song, but when I heard the full album and learned more about her, I definitely wanted to meet her and have her on the podcast. This is actually Vanessa's first podcast interview about her music, as she has already made successful waves in the world with her company, Rubs, her natural crystal sex toy company, which has been featured on Conan O'Brien, Playboy TV, Nylon, Teen Vogue, among other publications. Kuchia also runs Freak Magazine, described as combining frequencies of art, music, and culture through the lens of spirituality. Between her music and the interviews I watched beforehand, I very much related to her experiences that it would go into the creation of Shock Rubs and into the heart of her music. During our conversation, we talked about her musical beginnings, how all of her projects lend in service of each other, the making of This Is A Spell, along with a track-by-track breakdown, and so much more. This Is A Spell is definitely one of my favorite albums of 2021. And Vanessa Cuccia is a wealth of positive energy and spirit. So after this small break, let's get into this interview with Vanessa Cuccia. <laughs> and now a brief word from our sponsor. Founded in 2015, 20x20 20 20 Apparel seeks to bring original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. They also provide an array of services. In the world of wrestling, where there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20x20 also hand screen prints all of their tees in-house. If you would like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, even Zubaz, then drop them a line. Go to 20x20apparel.com. That's the number 20, the letter X, the number 20, apparel.com. And we're back. And like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. And joining me now is Vanessa Cuccia. How are you doing today?
1: Good How to be here. Good to be here. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Fresh in the flesh. I was thinking, you know, in person is best. Yes,
0: so uh i remember a while back i came across your music through um a friend of mine uh angela angela wisniewski Mm -hmm. who uh you know the uh, shop owner of uh coup d'etat in Mm -hmm. detroit go check that out and uh she posted uh one of your joints before your album came out and i was like oh this is cool you know so i followed you and continued and then like the album came out and i was like i gave it a listen i'm like oh yeah this is cool and everything and then i like was like you know that was very interesting so i went back to it you know a lot of times i don't go back to records mm-hmm. but when i go back to listening to a record i'm like yo this is really dope and it's like it's different than you know what really comes across my radar you know and uh so, and then also you're um uh, you have your own company you're doing yeah. all these different things uh you have your uh you got shock rubs mm-hmm. which is a you know a sex toy crystal company yeah and you you write also about uh you know sex and everything Mm -hmm. you have uh you know freak magazine you Mm -hmm. have all this different stuff and i was just like yeah this woman is very interesting i got to talk to her about this i got and like i i watched a bunch of uh, other interviews that you did and the the funny thing is is like a lot of things you were talking about yourself um I picked up in the music before even mm. learning about that. Cool. How did, you know, how did sort of your, you know, education, your life, you know, in regards to, um, you know, sex education mm. and whatnot and just life experiences, how does that, you know, like dig into your music? How does that influence it?
1: I think it's all been a part of uh, my own evolution for a really long time. I feel like the music and my business, um, Chakras is so intertwined. Um, and through Chakras, I, uh, studied like energy centers and, and the chakra system and something that I've learned and believe in is that our, our throat chakra and our, um, our sacral or our, our sex chakra are connected. And so when you um, – the sacral chakra is like where, you, uh, where you're where you cultivating a lot of creative energy and the throat chakra is where it gets ex- expressed. So if you spend time to really activate that center, um, you're going to be ex- expressive basically. And, and so I think um, I always – I've always been involved in the arts. I uh, when I got a scholarship to a cultural arts high school, so I spent like half of my day in school going to a theater arts program, but I would like cut class to be in the music room and play piano. <laughs> so I was like always like in that world um, and then life happens and I think I picked up some, you know, some traumas on the way, just like I think that we all have yeah. and it I think it blocked a really big part of who I was and I took it upon myself to kind of correct that because I knew that there was something that was lacking. I wasn't expressing who I was fully. So I think through shock rubs um, that was my answer to myself and now that it has been such a part of my life I've I've, you know, gotten a certain amount of success through it and worked with my own products to the point where now I've come this like full circle where I can express myself through art again. And so this is a spell is like the first album that I've, um, that I've had that I feel like this is this, the start of who I am freely expressing who I am wholly.
0: Right. That was something that I really, uh, you know, got from you when I was, listening to you talk about your life and these other interviews um, was that, you know, you started, you know, wanting to just like do music mm-hmm. and you were like, you went out to LA and you were like just trying to make yeah. music, but then like it just wasn't working out. So, it, you know, it looks like, you know, both, all the things in your life needed each other yeah. for them to, uh, you know, to fully start to, you know, progress or be Definitely. created. You yeah. know, how, you know, how, you know, how did each, each of the things sort of, lend itself to the other
1: yeah um like you said i moved out to la and that was to pursue acting to pursue music i actually um got kind of a weird record deal when i was right. <laughs> in la and like moved up to santa cruz and when was in this like really bizarre scenario i had already thought of the the uh concept for shock rubs, um but was uh discovered through like some singles i had put out uh, musically and by this um this person who was starting a uh well what it is now is like a subscription-based record company so like you pay a monthly subscription you get records and stuff and and um but back then they were doing like kind of a uh, what would be like a Spotify or Pandora, and they wanted me to be like one of the first featured artists yeah. on, on, like, on the sister like label that they were creating through this. I don't know. Like I yeah. said, it was weird, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I but it was like the company was based in a in a house where just basically a bunch of hippies lived and like played music and i was you know that's
0: basically all the rocker labels are not like yeah it was was one of those (laughs) yeah so it was
1: one of those and uh the the owner of the company um i was dating also of course like just I don't know. Weird scenario. I was dating him, but he like was giving me this record um, like deal. But he he also like really liked my company idea and wanted to help me with that, though. Everybody in the house like worked for his company, you know, but all the women in the house and like everybody also was like getting super into my business that I think he got a little bit like, mm. <laughs> you know, like a little bit like. What he said to me: You have to choose. You have to choose if you're going to do music or if you're going to do chakrubs. And so I basically was like, no, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it without you and without your funding. So that's what like really pushed me to yeah, yeah. break that off. I started chakrubs, and it's been a long time, but that's like how I funded my record.
0: Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> dope. That's, yeah. that, that you were able to you know build something to be able to, you know, really be able to fund your arts and everything. Yeah, yeah. How, you know, how how did that feel from an artistic standpoint that you were able to make something to make something else in your life come true? You know, be able to have that freedom of being able to make your own music mm-hmm. and put it out and having the money to do what you wanted to do with it
1: i think it, if it feels really good when i when i have that perspective towards it like okay i did this you know through funding myself i'm able to do this because of a dream that i followed you don't gotta following. answer
0: nobody you know? i don't
1: have to answer to anybody but the but there is like this other part of it that sometimes comes into play in my mind of like yeah it's really cool to do things on your own but it's also really cool to do things with people,
0: <laughs> yeah I know that. I'm like really bad at like the, the this is this is the like the most I'm doing with people. yeah, but everything else I do, I do by myself. yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm I get burnt out so easily.
1: it's good, gu- yeah, cause it's good because, like, yeah, I'm. I'm a CEO of a company that's successful. Like I've been in Forbes, I've been in Cosmo, I've been on Oprah, I've been in yeah. Conan. You know, so it's like I'm I'm there, and it's and it's awesome. And I don't answer to anybody but myself. Um, but with music, it's a different thing than like having a product that you package and sell and in having like a a um you know ad for it. It's like this really different kind of. Thing where I don't want to just m- I make music by myself and and also be like the creative director and, yeah. and do the videos and have like you know the make the marketing for it and do and be have all of that within me I can but I want to do it with other people too you know it's more fun and to make music with other people is fun and I'm more after like the experience than like the end product
0: but see see you're in a good place to do that now because you don't have like you don't have the pressures on yourself to like make the right decisions all the time about who you're gonna you know you can go just go you know make music with whoever you know just you know, and and, that, and and have it be about that making music. You know, that's what I want. Have it more yeah. pure than, you know, than everything just being a business. One hundred percent. Yes. You know, like music can be that where everything's a, you know, a business transaction. You yeah. Know, everything's very transactional. You know, instead of like artistic
1: that's what i want and i think like the artistic part of it the experience is like what i'm more drawn to i you know i um i did have a producer on this record um trevor malay who um was like the front man of um the band you i don't know if you knew, have heard of them but um they were big like back in the day and anyway so he produced this record and he had that same mentality and the way that we worked on this record was so um like it, it had that feeling of we're, we're in the lab, we're creating something, we're feeling the energy and we got you know musicians to play live on the record instead of like before find, trying to find a producer, it was all, which is fine, but not what I was looking for. It's like, okay, I'm sitting on the couch behind them, they're at the computer, they're moving the things and they're just like not engaging with me, not connecting yeah, with yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. This This process was very like, we spent so much time together he understood who i was and like created the sound based on what we were experiencing together and like how much he knew yeah. me so that's what i'm after with all this is like that kind of experience
0: you know you know exp- expanding on that what was the uh, you know the the studio sessions like you know what was the what was the first thing you did for this record you know you know what, what's your method of like creating music in the studio
1: um so it started with a one one track the record um ode to body and it was just something I wrote on the piano I have a baby grand at home and I had this song and it started with um you know Trevor and I just deciding to to produce this one track he came over and he had a drum machine and for all of the tracks on the record but this was like the starting point it was him on the drum machine and me playing this the the piano and singing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again like a hundred times like until something new would come I would change maybe like um, you know a little something and and he would find variations with the drums and um, he would add like a synth or something and that's how a lot of it started it was me writing a song on the piano and then like us really just being in the midst of that song just like for hours on, on repeat. Um, And then depending on like what we felt it needed, we would get like a um, violinist. We have a trumpet, trumpet player, guitar, bass um, on the record, you know, so it was just like gathering those musicians and then kind of repeating that where it was like, they would come into a session and we would find, find the, the, you know the the place for whatever instrument yeah. that was
0: right mm-hmm. right so you know did a lot of the ideas that um you know were on the record you know were there something that you came up with
1: yeah i mean um trevor and i both like we worked so well together with that it was like we i think initially we would like think of something like oh we wanted to sound you know, there was like so many influences that we we had for for each track that never, that almost like never really stayed where it was, <laughs> like <laughs> right, at the first part. Right. Um, but yeah, we, you know, the the vision for it, like became really clear, like a, as we went, you know, and it like turned out to be a cohesive record at the end, which like was surprising for me, but like, yeah, somehow like all worked together in the right, end. Right.
0: <laughs> Let's um, let's dive into the record and just mm-hmm. go song by song, and just sure. you know, just say whatever you want about the making of it or what what's, yeah. what's uh you know what it's about. Um, the first track is Gemini. I wonder.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was one of the uh, last songs that I wrote, um, but it's the uh, you know the first track, obviously. Um, so this the this uh the lyrics and um you know the chorus go you know it's i wonder i wonder how. it's a lot about the <laughs> those that those thoughts in our in our minds that are just like a train that you can't stop yeah. and um really wanting to get off of that train and <laughs> take a rest but yeah. Um, you know I know those thoughts. Yeah, so it's it's that, you know, just like the wondering like what what would what could life be if I didn't have to be riding that train every day. And um I kind of can't talk about this one without talking about the the last track is also called Gemini but I love you and so the thing is is that they both they have the same melody and the same chords it's the same song but it's produced differently and they have the different words um so that one is more it's more of a love song I guess you can say there was like a bittersweet love song um and so it's called Gemini because it's you know that that dual um way in which I go throughout life which is like the very like thought you know the the wonderment the all in my head and then the i love you which is like all in the heart and it's just like the experience and so that's why it's um you know titled the same
0: (laughs) you know why did why is those songs like you know bookends of this album
1: it just made i mean not planned at all you know (laughs) i i think that like i wanted i love this song i love the song Gemini and I wrote I wonder the first track first um but I really wanted to say so I like wrote that track it was produced and everything and the chorus again is I wonder I wonder but I wanted to say I love you I love you ha-ha. I just like wanted to sing that in those words and through the experience of the record the the words for gemini i love you the last track came through um the my relationship with the producer and how it just unfolded and how it um you know the the words for i love you are um you know say sing the song you wrote me the night i left you the one that goes i'm sorry i never said i love you that was a real part of our relationship and so that was the last you know the last lyrics that i wrote for the record and the last song that we recorded after we we were dating i guess I should, like, <laughs> obviously we had dated during the process of making this record and then broke up and then um those words came out and so re- i had to record that like at a moment that we ha- we were broken up and like yeah. going through so much but trying to like complete this this record. Um, So it just like made sense. It was like the beginning and the end and it's Gemini. It's two sides of a story. It's, you know, it just, it just made sense.
0: (laughs) Uh, The next song is so classic.
1: Yeah. Um, So classic. A lot happened the the year that (laughs) I was like finished writing the record, you know? And um, so, so classic. Uh, I think a lot of that, song is about it's kind of like a war cry um and also just about how like history repeats itself and like we have to recognize the time that we're in is so potent and like and what it means like under underneath it all is that we're just like on this this path uh to to fight for this thing that is like we can't We can't give up that that soul of who we are. That march to like freedom, and uh, yeah, that's what that's about.
0: (laughs) Next one is "Devils in Deceit."
1: Yeah, "Devils in Deceit" is about a friend of mine. Well, it was inspired by a friend of mine where we like we went to a bar one night, and he he has like tattoos all over his face, and he has like you know this real kind of badass attitude when well, we were like at a bar one night and we were like talking about the devil and I felt like I knew a lot more about like devilish kind of uh <laughs> you know things than he he did and it's like you look at him and and the and the attitude that he gives off you think like this is this man like is a satan worshiper you know and it's just like or that's like what it came you know how i judged him and how he would judge me is like i'm just like this like you know i don't know nice uh lady (laughs) (laughs) that like doesn't know shit about shit who's like naive about these things but so that song is really kind of me poking fun of my friend who who seems to be so hard, but um, it's kind of like me saying, like, you don't know me. Like, I'm harder than you. Like, I, kn- <laughs> I know what's up. Like, I dance with the devil, like, and the devil's in deceit. Like, you wouldn't think it, I guess, from, like, looking at certain people. Like, you never know.
0: <laughs> the next song is Ode to Body. Mm-hmm. And you also had a video for this. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, yeah I made the video during during quarantine it was just like all done myself and it was just me on the piano. And like, I did like a split of me like coming out of my body yeah, uh, naked dancing on the piano. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's the song that like started everything. That's the, that's the song that like, like I said, I started with Trevor and um, that song is, is, a ode to body you know it's an ode to um, to sex in a lot of ways and to to take something that like a lot of people find crass like in the song I say um, fuck me like you love me fuck me like I'd fuck me and I think you know the word fuck is, is an abrasive word but in the song it, it comes to be romantic you know and so that was like this really important thing for me to to explore of like these these concepts though are they're jarring at first like it's actually it can be really beautiful with the right perspective and that's like song is hopefully like offering that perspective to people
0: the next one is hearts don't break
1: mm. yeah um the line i love from that is the first one it's um Hearts don't break, they are muscle, they're not bone; they rot like meat when they are left alone. It's just a <laughs> sad <laughs> sad song um but a lot of influence from um from just you know a breakup um I was with somebody and they um they had a a drug issue and i and I guess I kind of lost them to um, their, their addiction. And so it's, you know, it was just based off of that, you know, and um, kind of, it's kind of a a lullaby to me, my, it's kind of Celtic and in the style, um, but also very uh, um, dreamy and and, and it gets like weirder as it goes. And I think that that's just how kind of that relationship felt. And, um, but it's, like I said this lullaby that like helped soothe me when I was alone like going through that breakup with this person that like left I couldn't speak to while he was like you know getting getting treatment and just feeling like that kind of um that uh you know loneliness and also it's about how like there's a certain kind of grief that comes with losing somebody who knows how to touch you in the right way you know i think many relationships it's it's not something that's spoken about a lot is that like we miss a person but we miss also how they how they know how to touch us and that's not something that's easily come by and so that's an important part of of loss just like any other part that doesn't get talked about i don't think
0: yeah throughout this album you know i just noticed that there's just like it goes in these waves of the sounds but the like you know uh, it might sound like a love song but then you might get a little weird with mm-hmm. the sound and whatnot you know how does that sort of like how, how does it tie into the emotion of the of the song
1: everything is just i mean everything is pure emotion and like you know speaking about it, it's just like um you know in in devils and deceit, for example, like at the end of the song, I'm just screaming in tongues like in the background and like singing opera opera like over it and and i'm I'm screaming and just like trying to uh let out this like emotion of of um just being a mad woman, you know, just like letting myself go there, and I think like that's that's what I want like that's my call to whatever this is. Like, I want to express all these things that are within me. And, um, so when I, when I write, it's about that. It's about emotion. And then like adding, there's a lot of samples added from, um, Rosemary's Baby, um, that, that movie. And then like, uh, some Alan Watts, um, samples are in there too, just to like further drive those visuals that accompany these emotions that are that you know i can't always express in words but that's what the music does i think pretty well
0: the next song is keep dreaming
1: yeah so this one um this was just like a little peek into what it was like the whole year of um writing this this record and producing the album this was Keep Dreaming is an interlude and I was just playing piano and singing like I often do and um, Trevor was taking a shower and you know so I heard the, the water going and I was just playing you know by myself and singing and dreaming you know and just saying like little words here and there and I didn't know but Trevor was out of the he came out of the shower and was recording me on his phone and um it was, you know, just like, yeah, a little window into what our life was like at that moment. It's like you hear the the shower going; it kind of sounds like rain. And I'm just playing and creating on the spot. I can't play that song if you asked me to. <laughs> it, was just, it was
0: just a pure moment. It was just a
1: moment, yeah. yeah, that we decided to add. And I think, like, yeah, it's actually it's like one of the most played or something. I think <laughs> on, on right. the album. So it's that's a cool funny. little thing in
0: there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the next joint is dead horse
1: dead horse is um inspired by the godfather and other movies that um, choose the symbol of a dead horse to represent something and so what what it's about is using um, material things to portray your spirituality and um, how that's not a smart move. um I sing the the choruses in Italian as like an homage to like my um you know ancestry and and everything. and um, it's also just like yeah the 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 um horse on the album cover, like that artwork like that's what kind of inspired the title of the song and it kind of worked from like okay like because i that's like a little horse figurine that fell and broke and like the term dead horse just came into my head and then like all the other inspiration for that happened after (laughs) (laughs) so
0: nice uh the next joint is flowers in my
1: hair um i was never happy with a man i was never happy with the flowers in my hair tell me do you understand it's just about um never being happy with a man <laughs> and never being happy as that like you know the that image of like a pretty girl with flowers in her hair and um yeah, there's some there's some like hidden messages in that song. I use like numbers to express a lot in that in that song. Um but yeah, I mean that's like that's it in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> and next joint is uh Stick Around.
1: Yeah, Stick Around is um I have a video coming out um for that soon. It's going to be an animation by um Count Mac von Taramina, uh, who is like a brother. He's been uh, my sister's boyfriend for like six or seven years now, and he's like making an animation. It's uh, that is a a party song about uh, it's about a party, <laughs> but metaphorically, I think it's like about. Um, us living in this world and questioning if we want to stay or not you know people that like have <laughs> it's a party song but it's about suicidal ideation I suppose yeah. and um, it's just like telling, telling somebody like to to stay because something something's good uh, you know something good is about to happen and it's just like Things that message it, yeah, yeah it's about like if you like stick around like, like something's going to turn up and Like the song turns up, <laughs> right?
0: right. <laughs> and we already talked about the, the last song yeah. on the album, mm-hmm. Gemini. I love it. yeah, you. yeah. So, um, you know, how, how did you feel once like this album was all done? It was mixed, mastered, you know, it was a complete thing. You know, what was sort of that feeling?
1: When I heard everything together, it was, like, a mind-blowing thing. It felt so good. When I was hearing everything individually, there were so many, like, questions that came up and so many just, like, you know, uncertainties about everything. But this was such a process because not only was it, like, making a record, um, I, I, like, opened a studio with the producer to try to finish the the record that we had to shut down because of um, the pandemic and everything and it was just like all these in the relationship was like you know went to shit hell and back you know so it was just like all these things so hearing the record be finished finished and knowing that like we just like stuck it out and and created this this thing was definitely a really great a feeling um it felt really good and it felt like it still feels like I don't know what to do with it it feels like this kind of thing where I love it so much and it's so special to me and um it's kind of like this like okay now what yeah and like I feel like there, that's why it's like it's called this is a spell like there's something in here but I don't know like how that's going to materialize Right. So it's like a mystery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you hope your listeners get out of listening to your music, listening to this album?
1: I hope that they go into like those various crevices of their emotional body and find something that needs tending to. I think that's like, I try to evaluate and explore those parts of us that like, you know, we, we repress And I think that, I hope that like through listening, even if it's not a conscious thing, that people get in touch with something that has been stuck within them or buried deep down that they can like, you know, bring to the surface.
0: What did you get out of, you know, making this record? You know, what's something that, you know, the person you were uh, before making this record, like what did that person learn during it? You know, what'd you get out of this?
1: Oh my God, I mean. Uh, I learned that, I learned that, um, I have something that really needs to be expressed and can be, and I, uh that my inkling that I did is validated and there's nothing that will prevent me from doing this again. It's just like, this is what I need to do. And I know that now through this, like humbly, I feel like I found something that makes me great. And it's, you know, that is what I need to honor and what I want to inspire other people to honor within themselves, whatever it is.
0: You know, what what is a you know a lesson that you learned that anybody listening to this, especially, you know, maybe young girls listening mm-hmm. to this, you know, that they can sort of project into their own lives?
1: I think already I feel like there there have been um some some young young women and girls to share the song ode to body i think that that's really resonating with a lot of young women and which i wanted um and and for that um you know when the line says this is my fucking body and at face value like in within the context of the song, the, the meaning is a little different. But um, that line by itself, which is being shared, is just like yeah, taking ownership of, of who you are and um, saying it proudly and letting it be, uh, be completely expressive of whatever it is you want to be.
0: Right, right. You know, do you uh, you know, before we you know as we wind things down. Like do you have any do you have any final thoughts about, you know, just, you know, this album, making music in general, just anything that, you know, we maybe didn't touch on. You know, is there anything just that pops in your head that you want to express?
1: Um I think that what's really important now and what I want more of for myself and for other people is to do like kind of what we were just saying of um it's time to uh to not be afraid of our own artistry and to express it hard right now like like express whatever it is and not to be afraid i mean this whole year like making an album with everything that was going on there was questions of should i who who cares like who the hell cares like so what like what like all this is
0: happening i'm just making music yeah like Like what
1: like what but like what comes what it comes down to i think is that like the only thing that makes sense to me in this in this world in this life is art that doesn't make sense yes yes (laughs) so it's just like so just like
0: and if everybody thought that way there would be nothing because they'd be like everybody be uh Comparing themselves to like really, you know, big things that are happening, yeah, we're big up injustices, it. Yeah. you know, whatever. When if everybody does these little things to express themselves, it matters. Making
1: art is the most, like, the best thing that you could do for your mental health, yes. And I, I want, um, I want everybody to, to do it and, and to know that like people want to see that you know people want to see you expressing yourself if there's haters and everything like you have to you know be deaf to to that but um but I think that we we get such an immeasurable joy from from people expressing who they are you know at their soul level and we need to like push through all those thoughts that get in the way
0: (laughs) yeah I'm, I'm definitely uh aware and very i i I deal with that so much and it's 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 bullshit it's such
1: bullshit yeah but we all go through it and it's like it's harder and harder but we have to like keep going we have to keep going and just keep making shit it's like the only thing that like i feel makes makes sense
0: is there anything else you do besides you know making music to just kind of do self care you know keep you know help with your mental health
1: i um i write on my typewriter every morning like i so it's like i have um i have my tea or my coffee and like a little breakfast and i'll sit at my typewriter and i'll just write whatever comes to mind like all my thoughts like even if it's like my cat walks by and like i i see my cat like all right mm, like peter happy looks so cute you know like, <laughs> like it's just like a stream of like right. any thoughts that come to mind and that's been really really helpful for me when i when i do that um and just to like get get it out on paper and I, I hate my handwriting, so it's like journaling with pen and paper. Like I'll just like hate my oh, handwriting. I hate, so. I hate
0: handwriting too. In my my hand just instantly cramps up. It's just not. It's
1: it doesn't like so. I'm like writing, and then I'm like hating my handwriting and not wanting to do it anymore. Yeah, and like same, I don't yeah. want to like be at a computer where it's like I'm on a screen. So that's why it's like the typewriter has become this like really valuable tool for me to like just be to journal, journal, justness, and write um, without like those distractions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, it was great talking with you. This is um you know like i said i'm just very i'm a big fan of the album and you. just you as a whole like Thank you. you're a very impressive woman just doing all these things and Thank i'm you. like i got to talk with her that's <laughs> how <laughs> where can people go online to get more information about you know the album and everything that you're doing
1: so um for there's going to be a few things here <laughs> so for my album um it's called this is a spell and it's on you know all the streaming platforms i will also be having a vinyl release soon um yeah i really want this on vinyl yes i'll send you send you a vinyl when it comes out which will be soon i'm hoping to also like get a live show together and uh everything but um yeah so right now it's on streaming platforms but i will have it up for sale as well um my Instagram is um, Vanessa underscore Kuchia. And then for my um, company, Chakrubs, it's just at Chakrubs, C-H-A-K-R-U-B-S. And um, yeah, I I think that's it. i also so, Freak Magazine. I'm also, you know, whatever, like other kinds of little things that I do, but they're not do, as important.
0: <laughs> yeah, everything's important. But you'll see them all, like, if you just go to her Instagram. Yeah, you'll see it.
1: It's there. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. It's been great talking with you. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fresh of the Word podcast, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh-Fraser. Empowered powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash Fresh of the Word. Fresh of the Word theme music provided by Steve O. You can find more of his productions at imsteveo.bandcamp.com and that's E-Y-E-A-M-S-T-E-V-E-O.bandcamp.com. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash Word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media, on Twitter at freshofthepod, on Instagram at Fresh of the word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night.
1: Fresh is the world.